We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online step by step and it's completely free. Hi and welcome to episode 56. Blair will start with dropshipping business model and I'll be giving you some essential habits for a healthy entrepreneur. Yeah, thanks Emily. So today I'm going to continue my series on the different business models out there and this one today we're talking about dropshipping. So well, what is dropshipping? It's basically where you advertise a product and then when a customer comes to buy the product, the order is fulfilled by a third party. So an example of this would be if you set up a website with a shopping cart functionality, say for example, selling pet products. So when a customer comes to your website and they buy say a dog bed, uh, they then go to the cart and make the payment and check out. You will have a connection with the dropshipping company and via that connection, the order will be sent through to them. And it's all automated, so you don't do anything with that. The dropshipping company then picks, packs and sends the dog bed to the customer and then they invoice you for the cost. So it's quite a streamlined process that once the person's made the order, you don't actually deal with any of that sort of customer fulfillment process. That's the... Uh, purpose of the dropshipping company. So the key thing with dropshipping is to ensure that your pricing on your website for the dog bed allows you to cover for the dropshippers costs. So that's including their freight and everything, as well as your website costs. So your ongoing expenses like hosting and things, and you're also making a profit. So you need to be careful with your pricing if you're doing dropshipping, making sure that you're covering all those expenses, plus also making a profit. So the beauty of this business model is that you don't really need to spend money on buying stock and then storing it somewhere like a normal business would. So you don't have to worry about the packing and the sending of the product. The dropshipper, on the other hand, doesn't need to worry about advertising and getting customers to buy the product they're holding because this is done by you and your website. So effectively, it's splitting the business in two. So one party is doing the customer acquisition and then the second party is doing the order fulfillment. And you're basically sharing the profits of that. So it, it kind of suits because if you're doing everything yourself, it's a lot more complex business. Therein lies the rub. Dropshipping can be very successful, but you need to be able to bring in the customers to your store and then convert them through to sales. So you need to be good at this or, the, or pretty much the dropshipping business will fail. So the website that you've got needs to be well set up with great photos of the products and thorough descriptions. So you need to be able to not only just bring the people to the site, because you can do that quite easily through advertising, but you actually need to convert. So your bounce rate will need to be low and you need to be able to get people to go through your sale process and, and actually make the purchase in the end. So there's a large number of dropshippers out there. Uh, and we'll include a few of those in the show notes just so you can um, have a look at their websites and uh, see if they're a possible business partner for you. Um, setting up an account with them is usually straightforward and you and your developer or your, even the dropshippers technical department will be able to help you connect up with an API or a link from your website to their dropshipping system. And that, that's that automated bit that you need to have set up. So when someone puts an order in, it automatically goes through to the dropshippers system. 
I guess because of the relative ease to set up, drop shipping is very popular and there's quite a lot of websites doing it. So one thing you need to be really mindful of is the niche you choose to work in because effectively you really don't want to be competing with over 100 other websites selling the same type of pet products, for example. The pet industry is a very competitive niche and certainly the drop shipping side of the pet industry is very competitive. So I think if drop shipping you know, as a business model is of interest to you, then I'd probably suggest trying to get into a more granular or not so popular niche where, you know, you'll find the competition is less and you can really focus on a specific range of products within it. So I guess an example of this could be rather than looking at selling automotive accessories, you could really niche down and get down into selling tie-down straps and bungee cords for trailers. So that's quite a niche part of automotive accessories but you'll probably find there's less people selling and focusing on that sort of thing and you can really get in and, and offer a lot of different products of the same type of product selection I guess so a lot of different tie down straps on different bungee cords specific to different uses um, and then you'll get your own sort of customer base for that. I guess in conclusion, the dropshipping business model is an easier one to enter into, but you need to set your website up well with a really defined niche or range of products. And I guess be really confident in being able to bring in the customers and convert them. So have a look um, if that's what, something you want to try and do. There's heaps of information out there. You can find heaps of information on that model in our um, website, emilyandblair.com. So go out there and have a look and see if it's one for you. Emily. Hi, I'm going to be um, giving you some essential habits uh, to be a healthy entrepreneur. So it is all about habits and it's creating good habits. Um, we can all have bad habits that we, we end up getting into. For instance, you know, always coming home from work, doing the same thing, feeling stressed, maybe having a drink. And that's not necessarily what you're actually wanting to do. It's just become a habit. So we need to break some of those habits and change them to being better habits. You know, for instance, if you say you're going to get home from work and go for a run, as soon as you walk in the door, put your running stuff on and go straight out and do that. And that's a better habit and you'll keep doing it and you'll get in the routine. Other things that you can do. So perhaps think about learning something new. To be a healthy entrepreneur, you probably love to learn new things and um, absorb a lot of knowledge and wanting to educate yourself. So be productive in doing that. Um, seek books to read about um, growing your business, about being healthy, and using that time to learn something new. Think about any downtime that you have. Use it wisely. Often you, um, as everyone does, just go and sit on the sofa and watch mindless TV. And I mean, that's okay now and then, but why not do something else with that downtime? Down Perhaps use it to do some meditation or taking some time to write down some of your goals. So just being a bit more mindful of what you're actually doing in your downtime and using it a bit more wisely. Also, making exercise a priority. A healthy body um, will help to cultivate a healthy mind. So even if you're crazy busy, even just 10 minutes here or there will really benefit you. You know, exercise um, releases endorphins. It will help alleviate any stress that you have and help you to focus more on what you're doing. Also, food is a huge thing. Think of food as, as a fuel. It's, you're putting it into your body. You want to be eating good food. 
food that is going to give you energy um, and not give you uh, sugar lows and high. So your mood, you want to keep your mood sort of constant. So eating real food, less processed junk food, and I'm not saying cut them out completely, but just be mindful of how much of that sort of food you are eating because it will benefit your health in the long term. And sleep, I know I've mentioned sleep a few times in previous podcasts, it really is important that you are getting the right amount of sleep every night, making sure you are refreshed and energized each day and just creating a bit of balance really in your life between all these different things. Treating health as a lifestyle, successful entrepreneurs wholeheartedly embrace healthy living. Yeah, that's some good points. And I think one of the ones that stood out to me was, you know, when you're talking about spending your downtime wisely, you know, and a lot of entrepreneurs, if they get downtime and they don't have anything to do, they'll just simply go back and do more work. Um, now, the problem with that is that then you are basically doing work all the time. And a lot of that work that you're doing in your downtime isn't probably going to be that productive because it's not planned. And you'll burn out. Yeah, you just you end up burning out. And so one good way of getting around that is actually creating a bit of a list of, you know, activities and things that you can be doing in your downtime. So when you get to your downtime and it, it might be unplanned downtime that you can actually... Um, go to your list and go, right, well, I've actually got an hour spare here. Rather than go and do a bit of work, which I'm probably not focused on, I'm now going to go and pick out and, I don't know, pick something off the list and do a puzzle or, or whatever's on your list, you know, that, that you're, you're interested in. Um, and that just helps you um, fill those gaps and, as you say, stay healthy. Mm. Yeah, thank you. All right, that's all we've got time for in episode 56. We'll look forward to seeing you in the next one. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend.